Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see things differently. Welcome to another discussion with Wealth Tactic Rebels, the podcast for people who see things differently. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont. I've been seeing things differently in the wealth field for nearly 15 years. With Wealth Tactic Rebels, we try to bring you content that provides both noteworthy and uncommon tactics, as well as content that you can start applying to your life to help bring you prosperity. But Rebels, we need your help to continue to improve. Help us by going to your preferred listening medium, whatever that is you're listening on right now, and rate and review our show. Let us know what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and also... If there's anything you found resonating with you about this particular episode, let us know that as well. Today, we're joined by our other half of the show, our co-host, Brian Dumont. (laughs) Brian, how are you? I'm great, Kevin. Thanks for having me today. (laughs) Well, welcome. Glad to have you. We're going to have a good discussion, an important discussion uh, with what's going on in the world right now because there's a lot of of turmoil out there. So today, we're talking about what to do with your cash during a financial crisis. And the reason why this is but we know that right now, a lot of people have a high amount of, of money sitting in cash in the U.S. In fact, a report that just came out from the Bureau of Economic Analysis it was released, as a matter of fact, April 30th, 2020, just you know, day or two before this recording. So in March, personal savings as a percentage of personal disposable income was 13.1%. That's the highest rate since November of 1981. It's a sign that people are uneasy about the volatility of what's going on in the economy, and no one really knows what's going to happen as a result. It's just things are changing so quickly, so rapidly from day to day, one direction or the other. Now, the good part about having your money of cash, of course, is now that it's somewhat safe, you're not going to lose the money. The bad part is your money is no longer working for you. So Rebels, you might be asking yourself, what can I do to start making my money work for me again? Well, today we're going to talk about that. We have three tactics that will help you answer this question. But first, we're going to discuss the opportunities right now, then how you can start making your money value increase, right? Not just losing it, but the value increasing. And third, we're going to talk about tax considerations. So, Brian, what are we talking about right now? I mentioned opportunities. How is it an environment that's so volatile and everything seems to be going down and up and has gone way down. What are we talking about? What kind of opportunities are there? That's a great question, Kevin. And I has always believed that, in fact, there are always opportunities. And when change occurs and a big change is occurring right now, we have to look for those opportunities and see what they are, are presenting us. And right now, there are a lot of portfolios that I know of that are right. down 15, 20%-ish. They were down even a little more than that. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. If you are someone who is just afraid to even look at your statements right now, <laughs> you're going to have a surprise, of course, or maybe it's not a surprise, but it's not a happy day to look at your portfolio when it falls, right? No. However, the silver lining in all of that is that even though you may have given up much of your earnings over the last bull market, which officially came to an end this year, right? the longest bull market we've had perhaps in history, it's true. if you are one of those people that has a portfolio that has suffered, what that means is that this is a time where you can actually harvest some of those losses and use this as an opportunity to transition to a different position, right? Yeah, right, right. For example, you could move from a taxable position to a tax-free position. You could move from a high-risk position to a lower-risk position, right? Right, right. And 
what I mean by that is that when you move after you have taken losses or you are just back to where you started, back to your basis, right? there's no tax penalties for moving, right? It's true. So right. this is a great time. You don't have that, oh my gosh, if I try to reposition myself, I'm going to have to pay all these taxes. Right. There's no additional losses to be taken by taxes to reposition your portfolio right now. It's a great opportunity to move in the direction, for instance, of safety. Right. Right. And I think that's a a concern of a lot of people right now, the safety aspect, because they're scared of what's going on. They don't know what's going to happen. Clearly, it seems like we're, it may not be quite official, but it seems like we're heading into a recession. And there's talk about how there's similarities between what's going on now and what happened during the Great Depression. So some people, some of the analysts out there are saying, hey, could even go in that direction. But that's the problem right now. There's so many coulds could happen, this could happen, which creates that uneasiness, which is why so many people are sitting in cash. Um, So it's great that, you know, like you say, take advantage of some opportunities. But what about the people who are thinking about that safety? They want to do something a little bit more safe, but they, their, their money is, we talk a lot about opportunity costs. And an opportunity cost of sitting in cash is the fact that your money is below inflation, which means you're losing value. So what can our rebels do to start earning money on their cash, being safe, and the value increasing again? Another great question, Kevin. And during the last recession, 2008, 2009, a lot of people did eventually move to cash, usually too late after they had already suffered significant losses in the market. And then they sat in cash also for too long, meaning that they missed the upswing back comfortable. They had already missed a large portion of the equities reality that happened after the recession. Right. It's not unlikely. That's just normal investor behavior, but it doesn't have to be. And as a wealth tactic rebel, we don't want to be normal, right? We want to (laughs) where the opportunities are and move in our own direction. So that means, for instance, in this time, you don't have to let your money sit around waiting until you're comfortable to move back into equities to make money. Right, right. Or looking for some other real estate or other type of investment. You can start making money right away. What I mean by that is, as an example, you know, we talk a lot about safe tanks and how to construct a safe tank to begin earning uh, reasonable dividends immediately on your money. Um, many companies that we use to construct safe tanks for our clients. Yeah, are yeah. currently paying dividends somewhere in the range of four to six percent, even a little higher than six percent. Four or to six percent on money that was going to sit around for the next two or three years while you were trying to get comfortable again is a lot of money. Let That's me a give big you difference. a example, right? Right. Suppose that you've got a hundred thousand dollars sitting in cash right now because you don't know what to do. If you could get five percent tax free on that, well. Over the course of the next 12 months, that's 5,000 bucks. There you go, right? Right. Over the next three years, that's more than 15,000 if you compound that out. 15,000 is something, right? Sure. And certainly, not only has your money, if you were able to accomplish that, been growing, your 100,000 has been growing at a rate above inflation. But you know, if you moved it into a position that was both tax-free and risk-free, for instance, in certain types of permanent insurance policies like whole life, you're ahead of the game. You're far ahead of where some other people could have been. Right, now, right. in that case, if it were really a safe tank that were constructed well, when things 
did become available for opportunities on the investment side and you were comfortable again, you could simply move some of that money without penalties back into the markets or other opportunities that become available. So Right. So you don't miss the upswing. Exactly. So you didn't have to sit around in cash. You didn't have to wait for the opportunities to become available. You were really taking a strategy, a strategic, opportunistic approach to making your money work for you starting immediately. Yeah, right. That's a good position to be in. And Brian, I know you mentioned whole life as being a tool to use for constructing a safe tank, which we've mentioned before. We're not going to talk in this particular episode in details about whole life and why that's a good tool to use to construct what we call a safe tank. We have other episodes about a safe tank. We just released one recently on safe tank and we talk about that and we have other episodes including a course that talk about why when you look at the characteristics of the tools that you have to choose from, specifically whole life is one of the preferred clubs, if you will, (laughs) if you don't mind the golf analogy, a preferred club to be a safe position to put your money in. So one of the considerations that I mentioned earlier with this and the three tactics is that along with the opportunity and the getting your money to start earning again to increase in value is taxes. So why is taxes such an important part of this? People don't always really fully consider the big picture of this, but if you're going to be a rebel and you're not going to listen to what everyone else is doing, why is it important? Well, let me give you a quick example with some numbers to start, and then I'm going to give you another example that has to do with tax direction, right? Right. So with the numbers example that I started earlier, the $100,000, and I said, well, $5,000 in one year while you're sitting on the sidelines, which would you rather have, nothing or $5,000, right? Right. So if we take that example and we compound that out over time to look at the time value of money, at 5% tax-free, right? Right. You would, on your $100,000 of cash invested starting now, you would have doubled your money in just 15 years, right? I mean, who wouldn't rather have $200,000 instead of $100,000? You know, all that indecision time, that's a lot of time value of money. People don't realize how significant that is, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're especially a younger investor and you've got more than 15 years, you might have 30 years. Multiply that out again. Now you're at $400,000. Right, your decision today to move from cash to earning even a solid, predictable, dependable 5% tax free can have a huge impact on your financial life going forward. Right. So that's right. the first part. The second part is where are taxes going to go? Right. Right. Think about this for a moment. The government right now is doing everything it can, it's pulling out all the stops to try to revive the economy, to yep. stimulate things to keep us not only out of recession, but out of depression, right? Right. I'm not going to get into whether or not they will or they won't, but we already know that between what the Congress has spent and allotted over $2 trillion already, something like $2.5 trillion, and and counting, and And what has put into the financial system, we're looking over $8 trillion, that's with a T, trillion dollars, already put into the system, right? By borrowing money, essentially, right? This is not from tax revenue. This is borrowed money. How in the heck are we going to pay for that? No one's asking that question right now. We're in the middle of a crisis. We've got to just keep things going. And they're doing really probably the right thing in terms of keeping us out. You know, the Fed is a historian 
they really studied, for instance, what happened in the Great Depression. What happened was right. it didn't move quickly enough and liquidity dried up. And right. the result was that banks failed. And when banks fail, everybody fails. Yeah. It's always about that access to cash, isn't it? They are just flooding the market with an unlimited amount of money, not just mm. for the US, but for international concerns as well, because they don't want a global depression either. It's right. Back to everybody. So, you know, when you think about that, that's wonderful in a way, because hopefully we can avoid that situation. But we got to pay the piper at some point, right? Absolutely. Where's yeah. that money going to come from? There's only two ways it can come. It can come from growth in the future, which we right. hope will happen. Right. The markets seem to expect that to happen. That's why the markets have kind of rebounded a little bit, at least temporarily, possibly. Right. But secondly, from future taxes, right? Right. Absolutely. So if you look at the history of income taxes over time, what you find is that the U.S. government, after the Great Depression, did not cut taxes. They raised taxes, in fact. They raised taxes for the Great Depression, as well as to pay for what come, came after it, which was World War II at that time, right? Right, of course. And then they raised taxes again for the Korean War. They raised taxes again for the Vietnam War. They even raised taxes for Gulf World War I and II, right? Right. And where are taxes right now? Well, we haven't raised taxes. And on top of the regular debt that we started off this pandemic with, we now have another enormous amount of money, unprecedented amount of borrowing that is happening. So if you were somebody who's going to invest, invest, and you're going to invest in a taxable account, knowing where the government is heading right now, and you're expecting to have earnings over the next five or 10 years on that money, let's just say five or 10 years, what do you think might happen to your earnings? Well, my guess would be from the lessons of history and what the government has done, those earnings are going to be substantially taxed to pay back for all this massive borrowing that's going on right now. Exactly. And if you can see that as a rebel and say, hey, wait a minute, I think <laughs> taxes are going to have to go up to pay for all this eventually, right? Maybe not today, but down the road. And that's exactly at the time that I'm hoping to earn money. And then they're going to do what? They're going to tax the heck out of my earnings. You know what? I have an opportunity right now to move some of my money, at least, into a tax-free position. I've got this cash. Let's take that portion of my portfolio and move it into a protected position so the government won't be able to tax the heck out of me down the road to pay for this pandemic. Right? Right. Right. Makes sense. That's a wealth tactic rebel move. <laughs> that is definitely a wealth tactic rebel move. I agree. So what are we looking at here for bottom line? We don't need to sit in cash, correct? No need to sit in cash. You can begin transitioning and use this as an opportunity to move into a safe, tax-free position immediately, starting right. today. Right. Sounds good. So Rebels, while people are sitting in cash and you may be doing the same or wondering what to do with what you might still have in the market right now, there are opportunities. You can take advantage of losses that you have right now. So you can reposition your assets. Cash you have sitting around, you can now reposition into a place that what we call the safe tank that will help your money to continue to grow in value and put you in a tax advantage position so that when it comes time for us to start paying back the government for all the loans that are coming out in the form of taxes, <laughs> much larger taxes from the looks of it, 
you'll be in a position where your money will be protected from that. So that all sounds good. I mean, that's the rebel way of looking at things. It's uh, not what everyone else is talking about. It's a rebel way. (laughs) There you go. That's it, Kevin. That's our three tactics. So rebels, thanks for joining us with our rebellious conversation today of what to do with your cash during a financial crisis. We have the three positions, the three tactics that will help you out there, help you answer your questions. And of course, if you have any other questions, reach out to us anytime. You can go to wealthtacticrebels.com. We're going to have the show notes page. You can actually schedule a meeting there to reach out to us and have a conversation. Happy to talk to you anytime about whatever questions, concerns, or ideas you have going on. So, Bri, any final words for our rebels? Get your money back to work. (laughs) <laughs> that's what, even if you're not that's right even if you're not <laughs> especially if you're not <laughs> right right you know i mean we're enjoying i'm sure we're all enjoying our social distancing and our being stuck at home i know my hair is getting a little bit long i don't know about yours but <laughs> my mind's kind of shaved off it's it's trying to recover <laughs> <laughs> there we go so rebels thank you for joining us brian thanks for uh, helping us work through the cash and financial crisis My pleasure, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Rebels, thanks for joining us. Wish you health and have a fantastic day. Want to really see things differently? Take our course in Genius Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, see your progress with quizzes, and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit wealthtacticrebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently. This presentation is intended as informational only. The information presented does not consider your particular financial objectives, risk tolerance, time horizon, or other unique circumstances, and does not constitute a personalized recommendation or replace the advice of a financial, tax, or legal advisor or other qualified professionals. Do your own research and do not use the information of this presentation in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional. To the best of our ability, we provide content that is accurate as of the date of release. However, we give no assurance or guarantee regarding its accuracy, timeliness, completeness, or applicability. We assume no liability for the information of this and related presentations.